The Flash is the last, sort of, DC Extended Universe movie and the start of the new DCU. But is it a flashy new toy or a flash in the pan? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. Popscorny fans, same movie review podcast, and today we are reviewing a month late The Flash. We had a few weeks off. I got a puppy. So you did. Uh, I met her today. You did. She wanted to smell me. Yep. Which is nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the language of dogs, is, is the smell. So it is. Um, she's very cute. <laughs> which is the, the defeat in your face when it's, you say that. It is, because I don't, I don't <laughs> as everyone knows, I'm not a dog person. But no. She is very cute, and she is very small. She's um, very small. See, I said very small, which is baby talk, and that's that's how these things start. So I'm I'm on high alert to catch this out. Well, she's going to be hearing a lot more of you, Darren. Oh, uh, because as it turns out, one yes. of the things you can do to soothe your dog, yes, is to play them podcasts. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, she's had Radio Four on today. Right in the night, she Cultured. has uh, like soft piano music okay. for dogs to help her sleep because uh-huh. she's. She's still getting used to the place. She's been with us a week now. Fair. Um, but they say, like, yeah, they just really like hearing humans talking. Okay. So my immediate thought after they said play the podcast was, well, she may as well hear my voice. So she's going to be hearing a lot more of Darren as well. Oh, that poor dog. Yep. <laughs> I apologise in advance, the dog, for all the uh, bad things they say about your species over the past 10 years. It's just funny to me that our, our two most loyal listeners will now be our good friend of Durman <laughs> and, and Sylvie. <laughs> Sylvie, that's her name. Yes. I couldn't remember what it was, hence why I called her the dog. Yes, um, but welcome to Popscorn. Welcome to Popscorn. You're a good girl and we'll carry on. So, The Flash, obviously, is why we're here. We're late to the party, um, mm. but what it is, we're going to run this podcast back in time so that we get it out the week of release. There's your obligatory joke about that. Mm-hmm. We saw this together. We did. Unusual we did. for us, but... Usually that's a good sign. Usually it is a good sign, isn't it? It's either when he's watching a great movie or a terrible movie that's really funny. Mm. I wouldn't say this was either of those. No. It's a terrible movie. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> but it, it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't bad enough to be hilarious throughout. We had fun, but again, it was very much... It, you know what it is? Some people like The Office, right? The UK Office. Yeah. And I feel like this is what we react to the UK Office, but in the cinema. This was cringe comedy oh. at its absolute worst. And by worst, I mean actually it's really making me cringe, so I guess it's yeah. best. Yeah. Regardless, I, this is not a good film. It is a... Uh, there is occasional flashes... <laughs> of something that could work in here. Yes. But they have one problem that cannot be engineered around in this film. I think I know what you're referring to. And in fact, it, they actually doubled down on that problem, <laughs> literally and figuratively, and uh, there's no overcoming no. Ezra Miller. No. It cannot be done. No. It's too much. Knowing, like... 
we I have often made the argument of separating the yes. art from the artist. It is really hard to separate the Flash from Ezra Miller, kidnapper of fourteen year olds. But I don't even think it's that. I think this if none of that had happened mm. and they had steered clear of all of this business. Mm. It's not like, well, then I'd be able to enjoy The Flash. No. This is still a terrible lead performance. Yeah. Lead performance is. Yes. From Ezra Miller. That's not a spoiler. That's in the That's trailer. That's in the trailer. Right? fine. Yeah. So they thought, I know what the people want. <laughs> you know, because we've got this obviously on the spectrum in some way, shape or form, Barry Allen. Yep. Uh, uh, but uh, not in a positive way. I would say. Maybe it's in a realistic way. Who knows? I, I don't know. Regardless, it doesn't feel like Barry Allen. No, and it's not endearing in any way, shape or form. No. It's very abrasive and irritating. And they went, so I know what we'll do. We'll make him more abrasive and irritating <laughs> at the same time. Good, it's working. <laughs> Double it up, lads. Crank the organ grinder. Because oh, then we get the second Barry Allen. Mm. And they find new ways <laughs> to, to they somehow make it even more flipping irritating yep. than standard vanilla Barry Allen. I don't know how they did it. It's a laugh. I've um, it's the laugh. It's the laugh. We're gonna get to it because I've made notes, mm-hmm. and you know it's a bad time when I yeah made yeah, notes. yeah yeah yeah. Oh boy, we can go. We can we can let's briefly touch on the main cast, and then yes. we and then. I'm just going to go point for point. By all means. For what I've written. Um, so Ezra Miller is all over this thing. Mm. And you get very close to his face. I hope you like like fisheye lenses and inc- mm. extreme close-ups. Because every shot is done. <laughs> so <laughs> it would have been proved if Tim Allen was the noise. Of the, uh, Basically. That, that was surprisingly good, Tim Allen. <laughs> God. It, it's, 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 it's mad. Like, they, they know what they were getting into. Mm. When when they saw Justice League, this hadn't had one second of filming shot. They could have seen the tepid reaction to that Barry Allen, yep. and you know some of Ezra Miller's eccentricities, and thought maybe we don't need the Flash. Mm. However, mm. because they wanted to reboot things, this movie can act as a way to do that. It could act as a way to do it. Chooses not to do that. We'll, we'll get to that. Jesus fucking Christ, we'll get to that. Yes. So what it chooses to do is, I mean, they've been threatening us with a Flashpoint Paradox movie for ages. They did in animating. Yeah. Yes. It's it's. They're not promising. That's the right word. <laughs> if you don't buy tickets, we'll fucking do it. Um, they've done an animated version of the Flashpoint Paradox, which yes. is, I've heard is fine. Yes. The comic book is more interesting than this. Yes. Mainly because you get all the cool different versions of everything, whereas this went, I know it's a cameo machine, and just did Michael Keaton. And, okay, fine, I like Michael Keaton. I could care less about Michael Keaton, Batman, to be honest. I'm just genuinely about Michael Keaton as an actor. Right, okay. I like Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's Batman, I kind of like that. Yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman in this, I mean... He's easily the fucking best thing about the movie. Well, that's a low bar. It is a very low bar, but he's still the best thing about the movie, and he does, in many scenes, distract from the... Did I say the virtual insanity of Barry Allen? Did you? Did you do? As he comes closer towards the camera. I mean, that is most of this movie, is Barry Allen getting closer to the 
um, to the camera. Maybe the future is made of virtual, virtual insanity. insanity. I mean, that go. Crucible thing flipping was. Mm. Um, yeah, they, th- th- like I said, it's such a monumental problem mm. that there's no, no matter how good the movie is around it, the fact that Barry Allen, Ezra Miller, has to be front and centre because it's his movie. Acting alongside himself. Himself. Isn't, it, it, it cannot be engineered around. No one could figure that out. He has no chemistry with anybody. No, no. Not a Including himself. Yeah, weirdly. It is just very much too... You know what? It, it's kind of like those... You know, back in the day when the YouTubers... Like, YouTube game reviewers used to have, like, the evil versions of themselves. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. It's that energy. Spoony and... Exactly. Doctor that. whatever. Doctor Insano. That was that. it. And, That's uh, a blast from the past, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember when we thought that was cool? Remember that when was, we aspired to that. We aspired to be <laughs> on that guy with the glasses.com. We tried. I think Yeesh. I emailed him trying to get on that site. Dodged a bullet there, lad. Well, I don't think he read it because I think it was his brother running the site oh, at the time. Good. So, yeah. Good. Um, uh, Doug Walker's okay. Uh, have you watched the documentary about... Um, I refuse to. <laughs> I've already given you the Stan Lee knowledge to give yeah. you the bad information I now have about Stan Lee. If you want to, watch, there is a YouTube documentary about the fall of um, Channel Awesome, Channel awesome yeah, which yeah. is a thing. I, I tend not to publicly say I like a lot of people out loud now because yes. they just turn out to be absolute. A, it's a good. It's a good thing to stick to. You know, Jonathan May just yeah, that, was, yeah, God, yeah. That, that was record time for us. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank Christ, I never got into Miranda Sings. Fucking mm-hmm. hell. Good God Almighty. <laughs> Anyway, um, speaking of problematic people, <laughs> there's not a lot I can give here because there's no aspect of his performance that I like. No, not none whatsoever. And again, nothing to do with you. I can divorce the two and say definitively, even if he was, you know, Bono and giving all his money to charity and all that wonderful stuff. Mm. This is not. These good. nine curricks, I fucking tell you that. Like you wouldn't believe, yeah. they are not good in any way, shape, or form in this movie. They're not. Across two different performances, they cannot figure out how to be endearing. Nope. And as a protagonist, that's bad. Yeah. And, but that's it. That's me saying, even if the movie around it was great, that wouldn't work. The movie around it is not great. No. No, no, no. No, no. It is is a cyclone of shit. It is very much the, the, whatever thought these multiverse movies could be obviously DC would have to take the ball and drive it six feet under the ground mm. of now like oh no this proves that the concept isn't flawless and we've got a few more of these to get through in the year that one won an Oscar of course DC had to ruin it oh yeah yeah obviously and now we've got Deadpool 3 to contend with which sounds like it's going to be this but for the Fox universe I know but let's hold out hope because we've seen the photos now yeah, little little round of applause. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful it's thing. So beautiful. He better have a mask, and it better not be a a swoosh mask mm. that gets taken off all the time mm. or a digital thing. No, I want him to uh, uh, as big and nineties as you can make that thing, lad. Yep. You do that. Yep. But oh. I, I think there's going to be one scene with that, and then the rest it's going to be off because you've paid for Hugh Jackman. And I understand that sentiment, but I've waited twenty three years for this. <laughs> Since I get one sh- one action shot. <laughs> Of him in full head to toe Wolverine comic accurate, I'll be a happy man. I meant to ask you this because mm. it seems like Disney have now co opted the nineties X Men theme as the X Men mm. theme. So you do, do you think we're getting because it's a Disney Studios production? Yes. 
Do you think we're getting that as his dun, as his intro music, or do you think we're getting the old fox that dun Look, this seems to be an ode to the fox stuff, so I think they they use this as like the swan song for that obviously much beloved um <laughs> franchise i mean i love it occasionally to death, but i'm wrong so <laughs> i think no i think it's a and whatever daredevil ben affleck's daredevil theme was and they say that he no that's spider-man they... shit what were they they were um uh um evanescence weren't they did they, did they Dead... get evanescence daredevil the uh, no I way. No way. <laughs> I'm sure Daredevil's in that video. Or there is a version on the of the Deadpool uh, Deadpool of Daredevil in that video. Well fuck me. There that, you go. That is how you make you redeem yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Daredevil cameo. Oh my wife made a mistake last night. She was mm. like, um So why are they bringing Jennifer Garner back? Like i I liked What's a Face in the Daredevil TV show and I had to go Well Actually, <laughs> and then explained the whole thing, and she immediately regretted Fell her asleep. decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, she paused me, mm. say, "I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> Tell me in the morning. I might be able to pay attention then." But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we've still got that to get through, mm. and whatever Secret Wars is going to be, because that can also lend itself to this. You've got to, There's surely uh, there's a plan to replace. I know we're not talking about the Flash now. Surely, <laughs> surely there's a plan to replace Jonathan Majors at this point. And thank Christ, the writers' strike is going on now, so they can delay that decision even further. Uh, good job, SAG, by the way. Yeah, fucking a. Did you hear what happened at the Oppenheimer premiere? They walked the yeah. hell out. Cillian Murphy just went bye. <laughs> it's like, You're Irish, lad, <laughs> and uh, Emily Blunt's English. So yeah. why are you in SAG? But. All right. Fair play. Um, they, yeah, they just bounced straight in their own <laughs> premiere, which is beautiful. I get it. Um, They're at work. Uh-huh. I, like, I'm all for it. Mm. it. It's not on the same level. I'm all for like the bin men striking because, you yeah. know, they might go hungry. The actors, I think. They'll they'll be fine. They'll be all right. Most mm. of them anyway. Mm. Um, but, yeah, all good. F- more power to you. Absolutely. But this once again delays Daredevil season four. <laughs> I'm like, you need to stop doing this. Not only it's delaying Deadpool 3, Daredevil Season 4, basically everything we care about. It's like, lads, come on, please. I think Marvel are the only one that are breathing a sigh of relief, though, because it now gives them time to actually figure out what the Fantastic Forecast is. Mm. Oh, because apparently Margot Robbie's out now. Well, this is the thing. I think this is a well-timed strike, Mm. as as far as strikes can be well-timed. Because they can now say, right, instead of, well, we've got to get in production in three weeks, like we're going to have to go with the B choices. Mm. They've now got time to make more money or have the A-listers come back around to their way of thinking. So I think they're probably happy about that. Plus it gives them more time in the Jonathan Majors situation. It bought them some time there. Yeah, which is still not resolved somehow. I think he's, it's America, he's... Uh, guilty to proven innocent. The other way around. He's innocent to proven guilty. guilty. So we'll have to see on that one. But... Yeah. um. This movie the Flash. that we're currently <laughs> reviewing shows that the concept is not perfect. No. It is, I mean, Multiverse of Madness pushed that a little bit anyway. Oh, but boy. But, you compared know, to this, at least it played the X-Men thing. It did, it did, do, it did <laughs> give us that, and it gave us 90s comic accurate Tresser X. So, yes, with it, the best point of all time. Exactly. The... Exactly. Yeah. All good on that front. This one, on the other hand... Does not have any of those things. Well, because it's like, did they not have faith in Flash to helm a movie? No. In which case, why do it? Mm. They're going to reboot the universe. Ultimately, mild spoiler alert, this isn't what this is. No. This is not a setup for James Gunn's DC universe, as we thought it was going to be. No. This very much is signing off the Zack Snyderverse. Yes. 
kind of. We've still got two movies to go. One and a half movies, really. Yeah, because Blue, Blue Beetle, Beetle, I think they're going to wait and see how it goes yeah. before they nail down a universe. It's either the penultimate Snyderverse one or the first Gun Universe one. And I don't necessarily think it has to do well box office wise no i just think people have to like it yes and that'll be enough that will be and then we've still got to muddle through an aquaman sequel that nobody wants i forgot um i'm giving myself a little note here go on and to everybody uh, i need to add something into this because you darren me you were right go on we've not talked about this yet hello you called superman i did call superman three years ago play the fucking clip Chief of which was Hollywood on Netflix, which is a strange show. So it's set in the golden era of Hollywood, um, so kind of post-Second World War Hollywood. The main guy is called Jack Costello. He's played by a guy called David Corrensweet. Please go have a look at him, because my God, does that man need to play Superman at some point. Um, it's, it's almost uncanny, like the, uh, the Christopher Reeve comparison. It's mad how much this man should be playing Superman. Uh, he even gets the curl at one point. Anyway, trust me, you want to watch it because once Henry Cavill finally gives up the ghost of playing Superman, this is, trust me, this is the guy you want to get because he looks. The second I saw him, I was like, oh, that's fucking Superman. I found him. Um, nice. How old is he? Please tell me he's not too old. Uh, oh, he's only 27. Absolute fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. That's the guy then. No. You were one of the few people that watched Hollywood, which is one thing. Yeah, that, that, that. Because you're making it sound like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for taking the praise, but this wasn't some, like, long shot, oh my God, how did he pull this kid out of obscurity? I watched Hollywood, <laughs> where he basically played Clark Kent, yep. and was like, he could be a good Clark Kent. <laughs> I picked a big six foot three chiseled white dude with a curl in his hair and went, he could probably be Superman. <laughs> like, it, it was still a bit of a long shot, because again, he wasn't... Outside of Hollywood, I don't know anything else he's done. Mm. Like, I know Nando's got and said, like, oh, yeah, I've watched him in a few more things, and he's good. Mm. But, yeah, like, I'm, I'm very happy with this. I think the casting of Lois Lane is even better, because it's... Um... Oh, my God, it's so much better with Rachel Brosnahan. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. Maisel herself. Who I found out, like, because she... She's surrounded by short people on that show, apparently, because mm. she's only five foot three or she's five foot not four. Tall. And David Collinsworth is like six foot three. So mm. we're going to have a Superman that towers over Lois, which is nice. Because um, I was about, yeah, she'd be Alec Bornstein. It must be like four foot two or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's a great casting. Mm. It's obviously the one I thought it should be. So yep. obviously, I'm going to like it. They, they, they're filling up with characters that I'm like. Do we need Mr. Terrific in a Superman movie? Yeah. Do we need Metamorpho, whatever he's called? Yeah. We do need Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, played yes. by Nathan Fillion. Now that is a call. That is beautiful. That is a shout. We're also getting Hawkgirl. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's kind of been a Black Adam event. Like, why are you putting all these ancillary yeah. c list of people into your Superman movie? Yeah. Calm down, lads. It does feel like James Gunn's playing the uh, you've got 10 quid builder. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's me. So it's like, you, exactly you've got that. $10, build yeah. Justice League. Um, and he spunked it all on Superman and then gone, oh, nips, I've only got three quid left. <laughs> what? Who's a metamorpho? I guess he'll Metamorpho's do. not on the list I'm just going to draw him at the bottom where it says zero Woo, cool. that's good for me <laughs> and Mr. Terrific who has sure. the single lamest costume in comic book history yeah the t- fair play yeah 
what a square. It's not as bad as the original, Mr. Terrific. Oh, I've seen that. That's also horrendously that bad. Awful. But he didn't have a massive T on his face. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a mask, like it protects the identity. Yeah. I'm like, you would not miss the lad with the massive silver well, T on his face. Because he was in Flash. And he looks... Yeah. What, Flash? No, he's in Green Arrow. He's in Arrow. He's in Arrow. And he looks dog shit in that. <laughs> and he's going to continue to... <laughs> I'm happy to be proven wrong, James Gunn. But all I'm saying is maybe calm down on the amount of cast you have in your Superman movie because otherwise you'll end up with a Flash movie. Segway, segway, segway. Well, the main one is that there's several different Batmen and the timeline jump they make to facilitate that Mm. is real dumb. Yep. It's explained that because Flash went back in time and then goes forward but not back to his original time, that has somehow altered the past? Yeah, I guess. It's just a way of saying we wanted Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, it, they saw the the multiverse window open and went, Michael Keaton will still come back. We're having Michael Keaton. Apparently Bale said no. I can believe it. The dude Good. just got fucked over with gore. So like... Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Fair. Um, but yeah, so that, that, that's the... this Explained via the medium of spaghetti. Mm. And it, what explained is a, is a strong term hmm. because it's not explained. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. It's just some wibbly wobbly pseudo rudo timey wimey stuff. And Thank you for the Doctor Who quote. You're welcome. Um, and the Pokemon quote. But yeah, then we end up with oh, here's Michael Keaton. Yeah. He's not my Batman and never mm. has been my Batman. Mm. So I don't have any strong like ties to it. The question is who, okay, outside, outside of the obvious answer. Of Kevin Conroy. Yes. Who is your Batman? I'm probably well because he's in my favorite Batman movie. It's probably Bale, Bale. but I don't think Bale's a brilliant Batman. Mm. I would say Punch for Punch, Ben Affleck's probably better suit. He was in bad movies, but mm. he could have been a better Batman. That being said, he was awful in this one. <laughs> he wasn't. No Batman's having a good time in this. No, like he, he weren't. I I gotta say, it's making a strong case for. Let's just not do. I know they're doing the brave and the bold. But yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's making a strong case for. Is Robert Pattinson actually the best now? Like, I mean, he's had one Batman movie and it was good. It was good. And he looked good. He he he's Bruce Wayne needs work. I get why they yeah, they yeah. were going with a thing in that one. It was thematic that Bruce Wayne is bad. Hmm. But yeah, so not having any ties to. Your boy, um, Michael Keaton, hmm. it was just waiting for him to say the lines. Yes. Which you helpfully leaned down with, say, say the, the line, line Bard. Bard. Exactly as he said it. Let's get nuts. And I imagine yeah. all the 80s kids, yeah, he said the thing. <laughs> he but... said it and my back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole way through life at the moment. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's because it, it holds no appeal to me. I'm just like, well, yeah, Michael Keaton's fun. Mm. And when he's being old, Kooky Bruce, it's 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 it distracts from whatever Ezra Miller's doing at the time. So yes. so that's fine. Because because like the, the movie is very much front loaded with just insane. When we get to my point to point, which we'll talk about Supergirl and the couple of ancillaries, and then we'll just do point to point. Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, Supergirl is fine. She's absolutely fine. Yes. What's her name? Uh, oh, is it Sasha Carl? Say like Cara L. I was like, no, not that. Um, Sasha Carl. Yes, looks fine. I don't mind the suit. Well, Looks all right. But it's like, so the whole we changed the past thing. Mm. Like, would this not have been a fun place to get like, just say screw it and get Nicolas Cage and put him in a Superman suit? That would have been something to do. Something, right? Mm. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't get what adding this kind of hard-lined, non-blonde Supergirl to the mix. Mm. 
added. It, and then it kind of... The bit that it never out, comes and outright says mm. is this is... This is Earth 89, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the same Batman yeah. that did all that. Yeah, if they'd have said... Because then that solves the timeline problem. Like, oh no, they got punched into the Burton verse. Mm. Fine, because it's never established who that world Superman's in there. Yeah, because they uh, make uh, reference uh, to it. Clooney does. Yeah. yeah. So, but it, it's not made patently obvious that it's Christopher Reeves. So mm. they could have just got Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, or, or anybody else for that matter. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Any- Dean Kane and his right-wing horrible opinions. <laughs> Yeah, he was. I used to like that show. That's he's Lois and Clark Superman, isn't he? Yeah. Get Tom Welling. Why not? Just get Tom Welling. Why not? Why not? Maybe not Brandon Ralph because he's been in enough DC things now. Yeah, he's about five different characters so and three not, different Supermen. So. Maybe not him, but yeah, that that's a way to go about doing that, right? And instead, no, it's 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 this Supergirl. I think she's just fine, but I'm like, what are you what are you adding other than they wanted to put a Superman? Yeah. Ancillary. Something that was super. Yeah, in the trailer. Yes. So, you know, oh, if you're worried about the Flash, don't worry, we front-loaded with a Batman and a, and a super person. Mm. So, there's that. Who else is the, who's the ancillary characters? Zod's in it. It's in the trailer. Oh, poor Michael Shannon. <laughs> who, was, who was right. Real quick on that. Yes. I went to the Electric Cinema to watch Indie because mm. I thought this seems the appropriate place to watch an Indiana Jones movie. And I said the last time I was here was watching Shape. I was doing this at the bar. Mm. So the last time I was here to watch was watch Shape of Water. <laughs> now I saw the man who was serving us look up, mm. but he looked up too late before I was able to stop this sentence of saying, which is one of it's probably one of, if not my least favorite movie of all time. Mm. And he looked, you could tell he was about to engage. You, know, you like Shape of Water, oh, and then yeah. I said that, and he was like, oh. And I genuinely was wouldn't have been surprised if he spat in my coke. You, I was like, you killed a man's enthusiasm that day because I love Del Toro, and I had to like rewind and say, "Yes, look, I understand." Hellboy, Hellboy. one and two <laughs> masterpieces, <laughs> love them. Let's not talk about Pacific Rim, but Hellboy. Yeah. And yeah, he was like, "Oh no," because I think it's such a beautiful movie. And I was like, "No, it's a pro bestiality movie," and Zod was right. <laughs> <laughs> He said the line. Yay! <laughs> so Michael Shannon deserves better. He yeah. always deserves better. Um, <laughs> he looked miserable and apparently was miserable doing this. I can believe it. He 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 did go out of his way to ask Zack Snyder if he was if he was fine, which mm. is a very nice touch on his part to make sure that he was like doing it, you know, the grace of God. Mm. But yeah, it, it's again, it was like you just didn't have faith in a in a flash villain mm. or a new villain or anybody new. That's a good point. There is no Flash villains in this movie. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. This is all front-loaded with other people. Because this is what I'm driving at. I don't understand why this movie exists. Hmm. It didn't need to exist. No. But we were told so many times, when, when Ezra was really going through it, mm. like, they were cancelling, they cancelled Batgirl, they were they were swinging the axe, no problem. How bad has Batgirl got to be? <laughs> no, right? If this is what they were God, I want to watch that movie oh. now. That had Brendan Fraser as a firefly as the bad guy. That's like, got to be like the room of DC movies. Yeah, right. I, I need to see uh-huh. it now. <laughs> it's in a vault somewhere in LA. I'm sure we can dig it up eventually. But they they, they were adamant, like, no, Flash is amazing. Mm. Tom Cruise phoned Ezra Miller and the director. This, said, is, this is my favourite. Yeah, Stephen King said yeah. that. Yeah. So 
Do you think Tom Cruise just phones around everything saying it's his favourite <laughs> thing? That man went to Ashes in Birmingham and went, this is the best curry. I'm like, lad, if you'd gone just yeah, outside the city yeah, centre, yeah, yeah. the curry gets better. It does. And cheaper. I reckon he... <laughs> Checking it cold and yeah, it's fantastic. Now, if, like lump some praise in it. Can you make sure you take to IMAX cinemas by uh, the thing? I'm just like, because you know my movie's coming. It's like, yeah, but what what about Oppenheimer? What's that? Oh, you'll find out soon enough, Tom. Enjoy. Um, where was I going with this? See, they they were banging us over the head saying, no, it's brilliant. Like it probably doesn't serve the purpose it needs it to, but it's mm. brilliant. So we're going to put it out. What movie? What cut were they fucking watching? Good lord, I'd like to have seen it. Then again, there has been so many people attached to this movie, mm. so many previous directors and writers. Yes, that I imagine somewhere in this eight-year history of trying to get this thing off the ground, yes, there may have been a good one. Maybe exactly I, this ain't it. No, I agree. I think. This is what I said when I start. I, I think you can make a good Flash movie. Oh, yeah. I think you have to take care from Red. There's no, there's no getting around that. But I think... There... Two fucking words. Mm. Grant Gustin. He's right there. He's right it's there. It's a multiverse movie. Just have Grant Gustin be there. You're ending the DCU. They've met already. Yes. You could just do a dual Flash movie with Grant and Ezra Miller. Finish it with Ezra's universe dying, him yep. doing the... I've just had a great idea for a pitch, and I'm going to leave it there. Beautiful. I think there is a good flash... Because there are some bits in here which is quite nice. The idea that he can time travel to go and save his mom, and then the, how his selfish actions kind of spiral out of control. Mm. The ending, which we'll talk to after spoilers, has some substance in there that could really work. Mm. It just chooses the wrong decision every single time. Every single time such as this whoever is in charge of the cgi oh boy we've seen from exposés that it's not necessarily the problem of the um cgi studios themselves no they are put under mental pressure with low budget so no wonder everything's not terrible working conditions awful contracts they deserve to be paid more they should unionise. Oh, actually, are they unionised? I, I would have. Everyone else is bloody unionised. I would have thought so, but they, if they aren't, they should, and they should strike immediately because it's getting Jesus. Bad. Yeah, guys, you will ground the movie industry to a halt because they can't do without you. Exactly that. So it, it's, but it's horrendously bad mm. to the point where the director had to try and come out <laughs> with the weird, <laughs> the weird saving grace of going. No, it's intentional. <laughs> you sure? So many fantastical things happen in the Flash universe, which is why all the CGI is awful. Like, no, so when, lad. The, they go to this... when he So he runs real fast, mm. and then it hits this, like, crucible thing, is what it's deemed in the mm. thing. It's like a weird coliseum that's like a like an MC Escher thing. It's all folding on itself. Nice hit at the microphone. Thank you. Um, and they... Um, uh, because they have to have some people CGI'd in that are dead we'll get to them in a minute mm. I feel like they said right we can either try and improve that CGI up to photorealism so we can everyone else look normal or we're going to have to decrease literally everything even actors that we have on set that we can just film normally mm. and CGI their faces and for some reason they went with option two they did so everything looks bad I feel like we're reaching critical mass and we could now just go point by point on the movie shall we throw a spoiler alert up there shall we uh, this is not a recommendation no don't go and watch I mean you didn't no. nobody went to watch the flash don't don't job, buy guys. it on don't buy no. it on thingy don't support DC no. like if this is the quality of movie they're putting out when I said I think it was last year 
DC are on the up. And I was like, they just had the Suicide Squad, which yes. I really loved. Yes. Then they came out with the Batman. They'd previously had Joker, which I really liked. And I'm like, mm-hmm. when they're just doing Elseworld stuff, or stuff that is very much meant to just be, not disposable, but in the sense of like, the Suicide Squad yes. wasn't their big tentpole movie. Uh-huh. It was, let's just give James Gunn something to do until Marvel rehired Yeah, yeah. They do their best work. Yes. When they're trying to go, this is the movie that changes everything. Yeah. They get every mortal thing wrong. I, I cannot tell you how quickly Superman Legacy can come around. Because mm. at least it's James Gunn. Yes. And at least I'm predisposed to kind of like what he's doing. Yes. Even if I can very much put his movies on a scale. Yeah, and I, I still don't think he's a great choice for a Superman movie. No. Like, he's got a they, lot to prove on that project. He has, but he's got the skills. But you're right, yeah. All of their ancillary stuff is much better. And I don't even like particularly care for Joker. Yeah, exactly. not looking forward to... I keep saying... It's called Folly, Folly Adu. Folly Adu. But I keep saying it like Del Boy saying Bonnet de Douche. So I go, Joker, Folly de Do. Folly de Do. Folly de Do. So I will end up you calling it. I will end up calling it Joker Bonnet de Do. <laughs> so there we are. Anyway, no, no, please do not go watch this movie. No. Continue not watching this movie as you are currently doing. Spoiler alert! Here we go. Let's go down the this list. This is the worst opening sequence yes. of any oh, yeah. superhero movie. And it is it is largely in part due to the terrible TGO we were talking about. Yes. Because from falling PS2 babies oh. To, oh, to Batman Cape Doc GIF, uh-huh. it is awful horrendously like bad. you can tell that they they i i believe that they filmed a bike sequence for batman's chase through the city yes but they're just the the really bad cape effect that literally just does the one animation doesn't react to turning doesn't no. react to, like, no my christ none of that business and it is so dumb it is so dumb that the flat the flash is primary opening thing, the thing that goes this is the established barry allen is baby in a microwave. Mm-hmm. Kick a dog onto a fucking gurney. A gurney. Yeah. Uh, and do you remember when like Super Speed was done good in movies? I was about to say like X Men First Class, X Men Apocalypse. Even the Eternals managed to do it well. The Eternals got it pretty good. Yeah. I and don't. This is the Flash move. Yeah. This is <laughs> this, this is, is your the deal. this is the guy who does the quick. Quicksilver is an after. Quicksilver's addition to Days Future Past was a petty move on Fox's thing because <laughs> they were about to put him in the Avengers. So yeah. they went, no, we're going to beat him to the punch and put Quicksilver in our movie yeah. and then give him like the, the best, best scene, scene in his movie. <laughs> and then they followed that up with um, the one in Apocalypse, Apocalypse which is also the best. the best part of that movie. <laughs> Does he have one in uh, Dark Phoenix? No, he goes to, he does like a run up the thing and then gets hit in the head. By... Oh yeah, Gene just more yeah. him, didn't she? Yeah. So... I don't know how you how you messed it up this badly. Fox got it right. Fox got it right. <laughs> yeah, no, you punch. You, you're not doing well when Fox nailed something the first time. I, I, I don't get it. No. It's the worst. It, it wasn't even like old comic book funny. This no. wasn't Lex Luthor steals forty cakes funny. This was. It was just dumb mm. golden age stuff works if you really lean into the camp yes this movie does not lean into the camp because it no. really wants to have that high stakes universe multiverse <laughs> movie thing going on and then 
its big opening thing is, oh no, the hospital's falling down. Or the ba- it's a baby shower. Womp, womp. So and, I hated that. And baby Barry needs food more so than he needs to save these babies. So he will just go and punch a vending machine open, eat a burrito, oh, and then, yeah, questionable. We should have known at this. We should have probably left. Mm. Like we we had that option. That we was... could have just upped and left. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't we didn't pay full price because we no. paid we we did had a no. meerkat movie, so we could have. I don't just know left. what this podcast would have been if we did that. But <laughs> I don't feel my, <laughs> my opinion would probably been the same. Me and you and Stoney Sars that occasionally just like that. <laughs> Sorry, say something. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm convinced they didn't get Ben Affleck for every day of this shoot because half the shots, and I had to write it, we couldn't get Ben Affleck for the reshoot, sir. Then get me his non-union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> like, I don't know what they've done to Ben Affleck's Batman mask because yes. also that's a fuck-ugly new suit. Oh, it's not good, is it? Looks it? Awful. Like, I appreciate the attempt to put a bit of blue in there, mm. but it's not a it's not a good mask. No, he looks, it looks ugly. Which is weird because I see a lot of people online going, this is one of the better Batman uh, action sequence. I'm like, lads, even the one in the worst Batman movie was better than this. I think, well, yeah, this is the problem. CGI ruins what is otherwise an okay, like, kinetic speaking, like, action scene mm. for him. When he's, like, you know, grappling good and sliding down stuff. It, it's pretty Arkham, so I was, yeah. like, on board with it. But you're right, there's, there's the god-ugly mask, the weird-ass cape, mm. his strange face. <laughs> the fact that, oh, and then, and then they have to cause, like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And apparently, because I haven't seen um, Shazam, mm. for the second DC movie running, yeah. Gal Gadot turns up for one scene to save everybody yeah. and then goes away. I endorse this event or yeah. product. And then, <laughs> and then off she swings into the night. <laughs> <bank. laughs> oh, if nothing else, I'm very glad I never hear that bloody guitar ever again. <laughs> I forgot you hated that. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that's dead. But yeah, she turns up with the lasso of truth to get some virgin jokes in there, which is always a prish. Yeah. To go. The lasso of truth. I, I, I don't know what sex is. Yeah. Oh. I could end world hunger um, if I just spent money and didn't punch poor people. Ha, 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 ha. Did they get these fucking screenwriters off Reddit? I, I feel like they did. They got them from like 2017 memes. Like, yeah. oh, that's, oh, yeah, Batman's a communist. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah. great. Communist capitalist? I can't remember. Anyway, ha, ha, fascist. That's the word I was looking <laughs> Batman's for. Batman's a fascist. Ha, ha, late epic. Uh, ha, ha. I hate the I was expecting a screaming goat gift to turn up at some point, but there we are. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even mind if they hadn't already done that gag before. Like I've had to hear the Lasso of Truth gag mm. three times now. One in the Justice League. Mm. One in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, yeah. Apparently they do it in Shazam, and oh. now it's here. Oh, boy. We already said it, but Ezra Miller, I've put this down. Ezra Miller legitimately sounds like a man going through a psychiatric episode for about 90% of his emotional dialogue. I mean, he was. So. He was, leading up to, don't forget the tomatoes. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's the worst line of any any movie. That's I think. meant to be the emotional high point of my. Don't, don't forget the tomatoes. Don't forget the tomatoes. <laughs> Shite. He sounds uh, like he's on the verge of becoming the Joker at any moment. <laughs> you know, like the like we everybody's one bad day. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's one bad second <laughs> away from just like it not it not being a movie anymore and it being a documentary of the day. Ezra Miller cracks. <laughs> I'd watch the hell out of that movie. My God. That'd be much more entertaining than this. Um, <laughs> yeah, not good. Next. Uh, Barry's, uh, uh, sorry, other Barry. Barry 89, whatever we're calling yeah. him. Uh, his laugh is haunting. 
like, I get that they were trying to say, this bar is irritating. It's like, young, this bar stupid. is irritating. <laughs> Both of them are awful. <laughs> You're just two different flavours of irritating. That's not good. That's not <laughs> contrast. Thank you for irritating and irritating mint, top mint choc chip. Thank you. I'm so grateful, DC. <laughs> Why have you done this to me? <laughs> so I hated that. Yeah, that was that was yeah. It's 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 truly like I can't think of a more irritating laugh. Like it's yeah. just great, and it, it, but it's thrown in there so often. You meant to like, oh, this is when he's hanging out with what's her face from Derry Girls. That was a weird oh slice. Oh, the weird cameo scene. So what's her face from Derry Girls, and then the Kumars at number forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the- <laughs> What was that? Chief Pascal just turns up as Barry's lab guy. Did they let them write the cast list on ChatGPT? Is that I, what I, happened? That might have been it. What is her name? Oh god, it's it's Irish. Sersha uh, <laughs> Monica Jackson. Cool. Well done. Thank you. Um, I'm like, well, good for her. She's quite funny in Derry Girls, so I'm happy that she's getting work. Good for Sanji Bhaskar. Good for Sanji Bhaskar, I guess. <laughs> Do you think someone told him like this is going to revitalize your career? Okay. <laughs> Let's well, do it. Like, oh, this can be your big break in Hollywood. I know. You forget about Channel Four comedies. You, you leaving those behind, girl. It's the it's the big time now. It's the Flash. Ah, well. Um, Mira Sayal got the sequel to Miss Marvel. This will be great. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just had to pull a Mira Sayal reference out in somewhere. She. Um, well, I, the one thing I did like about those scenes is that the way they tell they're in a wrong universe is that Corey Stoll is Marty McFly and not. Um, yeah. and not uh, Michael J. Fox. Mm. That was fine. It's interesting, isn't it? Like yes. Again, it, it's not the only thing that like I feel like if you aren't into movies, yes. we'll just go Neow! straight That's over That's a very head. good point. A lot of this probably went now over people's heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the only thing. We'll get to that. Go on. I then realised, thinking about the first scene, so there are two scenes here. The opening scene and the 89 Barry's first run. Yes. Which are basically beat for beat sequences from the Naked Gun movies. And it's not even close. So yeah. the baby shower opening is basically the opening of Naked Gun 2 and two halves. Uh-huh. Sorry, two and a half where it's the the babies in the strollers coming down. The... Yes, it is. <laughs> so it's that. Uh-huh. And then Barry's first run, which ends with the... Uh, Nothing to see here, and all the fireworks going off. Yes. That's just from Naked Gun 1. Zucker, Abrams, and Zucker yes. need writing credits on, on The Flash. Flash 2023. I, I'm, I'm not surprised. It didn't seem like a movie that was overflowing with original ideas. Not particularly. I can't wait to talk about the Nick Cage bit. Yep. We're, get, we're getting there. Okay. Downton Abbey is genuinely a gag we had in uh, a game that we made. Oh, yeah, Downtown Abbey. Yeah, we made that gag in uh, a video game we were making called Foul Fantasy. Oh, where, yes. Where, it, where he says, Downtown Abbey. Oh, you mean Downtown Abbey? And starts talking about somebody. Right. I think in their gag, they it was referring to like a chain restaurant, and in ours, it was actually referring to a prostitute. Okay, good. Um, not only do we do we need credits and residuals for your casting of David Corrin Sweat. You're welcome. Uh, I also need residuals for Downtown Abbey. Thank you very much. Uh huh. Um, Michael Keaton does his best Alan Moore cosplay when we first meet him. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got the he's got the beard. He's got the long hair. Uh-huh. He's got the confusing aspects of his understanding of the universe. Yes. It's all there. Both flashes continuously fuck up any situation given to them, and it dawned on me that they are somehow more useless than Netflix's Iron Fist. 
Yep. He did occasionally do something. He did. Yeah, the, because this is the thing. They... I was thinking more Iron Fist and the Defenders. Ah, they... everyone just... gets to wail on Iron Fist. <laughs> uh, Daredevil. It's the only reason to watch that show. It's just to watch the greatest Kung Fu master in the world who killed a dragon, apparently, off camera. Yep. Uh, get absolutely wailed by a blind dude with a stick. Oh, okay. We're, we're nearly at the end of my notes. Keep uh, going. Uh, I just wanted to... We've already talked about it, but you want to get nuts? Say the line, but... There's a couple of instances of that. The Zod fight looks like something between an Unreal 4 engine demo (laughs) and a series of rejected Injustice dramatic finishes. It's halfway between the two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Video game energy all over this thing. Again, because the CGI is not completed. The CGI is not good. And it's just so many random... Because, like... What does Supergirl, narratively speaking, mm. add to this movie? And I don't mean in terms of being able to move the plot on. I'm mm. like, what does she bring to the overall narrative that we're trying to achieve? Nothing. Nothing. Other than, oh, Barry saved us, so therefore Barry's a nice guy. That's, cool. That he's a superhero. I'd naturally assume that. Yeah. Like, what does Batman Other- bring to this? Otherwise, they're all the Punisher. Exactly. Like, it like, doesn't matter. None of the characters they add enrich the story mm. they are there for trailer purposes and nostalgia pops yes like now i'm not saying that i don't occasionally love a nostalgia pop but let's look at the movie that definitively did it the best mm. spider-man far from home mm-hmm. and yes we pop like a bad like like, yes, like a madden obviously because they, they then not only did they put toby Maguire and andrew garfield back in they gave me charlie cox daredevil yes so i was a very happy little boy right but here's the thing they all serve a purpose charlie yes. cox daredevil is because he's back Yes, and he's a lawyer and he would be doing lawyering things. Yes. So it makes sense to put in there. Plus, it doesn't overwhelm the rest of the movie. Mm. Like, he's not then Daredevil's in every goddamn scene. There's no real explanation for why he's there. And those two Spider-Men coming back are able to talk. Now, obviously, like, it's done for the... Everyone wants to see all the Spider-Man on there. Mm. But they found a way to make it narratively enriching. In that they're there to kind of talk this Peter going through his first major death in his family, mm. rather than Uncle Ben how to deal with that, how they deal with that, and how they can all work together. And also tying off all their little things. You know, yes. the 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 uh, redemption for Gwen. Garfield catching somebody, yeah. right? Perfect. And right? then Alfred Molina finally reconciling with yes. Tobey Maguire. So Perfect. if this was a DC movie, he would have literally, literally done it shot for shot of him falling down the thing to catch um, to catch MJ. Mm. And then they would have landed and you would you saved me. Yes, I failed to save Gwen Stacy in my universe and she died. Bye, everybody. Bye. Right, there bye. was a green guy. <laughs> so they would have <laughs> over-explained it and, and kind of rubbed it of any subtlety. Yep. So... Yeah, and then they... of course Andrew Garfield wasn't there, so they'd have to digitally alter his hair. In or exactly, something. exactly. So they, 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 nothing. They, no character adds anything to this narrative. No. So, but and then neither does the script. No. Case in point. Come on, Barbie. Go fuck yourself. Screw you. Come on, Barbie. Like as they're about to do their big flash things, the two flashes, yeah. and they're like, instead of it being like, a, like a let's do this, he goes, come on, Barbie, and then he goes, let's go party. Oh. I forgot about that. Thanks. This the script is littered with just awful lines of dialogue like that. I mean, don't forget the tomatoes is mostly Ezra Miller's fault. Yes, <laughs> mostly most things. No are one, mostly. Like, no one can make the Gary Oldman can make that line work. So no, don't worry about it. No, it's uh, it's not Schindler's can List. Can we is talk it? about Nick Cage yet? We're nearly there. In fact, yeah, no, we're there. Um, I put the, the the line I put was please put down the Christopher Reeve marionette. This isn't funny. <laughs> So, (laughs) 
at the climax of the movie. Yes. Um, where it's revealed that that oh yeah, so right about twenty minutes in, um, Barry gets shoved by something that kind of looks like the Reverse Flash. Yes. Into the eighty nine verse, which is the the only thing I can refer to it as. That comes back is it's it's eighty nine Flash trying to undo a fuck up. Yeah. The whole way through, so it's not it's they it's basically Ezra's got shoved into a timeline that is destined to end. Mm-hmm. Zod's destined to win. It's all going to come down. Yes. And 89 Flash is so overconfident and young. He's like, no, no, I can do it. Yes. We can make it better. I'll just keep going back until I fix it. Yeah, yeah. And then they make some kind of evil Flash out of him. Mm-hmm. But that apparently opens tears in the multiverse, for supposedly. Some for some reason. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. I hadn't explained that properly. And then it's like, okay, what are our big multiverse cameos going to be? Okay, yeah. so Christian Bale said no. Uh-huh. Right, okay, Jack Nicholson said no. Okay. Um, Val Kilmer, we don't know where he is. No. So we can't do that. Could could we do a setup for the new Joker movie? Now, Joaquin Phoenix is doff doing a Napoleon movie. Uh-huh. Okay, we can't get that. That looked cool, though, to be fair. It Napoleon does look movie. good, though, it doesn't it? dope. It does um, look good. So they're like, okay... It's not like we can just bring back Christopher Reeve. We could just bring back Christopher, Christopher Reeve. Reeve. Now this was this was in a, a movie Bob pitch for a scene mm. like this, uh, but he actually go. This is okay. I finally figured out what this movie gets wrong. Gone. It goes to precisely one other universe. Yes. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, which I've now decided is the better of the two. Spider-Verse movie. Is the better of these two movies. It's like, oh good, I'm glad you came to that conclusion. <laughs> it's a very swift uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. unanimous decision. Um, does that thing of all these different places and all these different ways of looking at things. Yes. And this film does one and then it, and then it expects us to buy the th- the marbles the, the coming fucking, into... Oh, here come the fucking universal disco balls we're all so <laughs> familiar with. Yes. Yep. What a wonderful trope. I'm really glad that you've decided to express your universe with pinball 3D. That's I, great. It's like the last, you know that last bit at the end of the first Men in Black movie where it's the alien playing with the marbles. Oh, it, all it is exactly it's that. that. I mean, it's that level of CGI as well from 1998. But yep. like... So I, I, it started with something I thought was actually like kind of cool in that they showed George Reeve Superman, so the fucking 40s Superman. I liked that. That was And good. then it was... And a Jay Garrick. Jay, a Jay Garrick Flash. And I was mm. like, okay, are we going to see the Flash equivalent for all of these alternatives? So we're mm. going to see what the Flash would have looked like in, in, loads of in Christopher Reeve's Superman. Mm. Like pick a, an actor of that vintage and make that him. Yeah. I was like, that's a cool thought experiment. They don't do that. Nope. They just want to show you George Reeves. Christopher Reeves, sorry. And George Reeves. And George Reeves. And then... <laughs> then... And then... This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I've tried not to swear on this podcast, but I need to for this. <laughs> for some ungodly reason, mm. they put what I have to imagine was at least a million, if not two million pounds, yep. into an internet meme from ten years ago. Yes. Of, of, of um, your boy, um, Kevin Smith... Telling a story about when he was working on Superman... Superman Lives. Superman Lives, that the producer wanted it to be Nick Cage, he can't fly, no capes, and he has to fight a giant spider. Yes. So to satisfy nerds like you and me, yep. they put that shot in. And I imagine anybody who, again, wasn't paying attention to internet law 10 years ago <laughs> had no clue why de-aged, weird, sparkly Nick Cage was fighting a spider. <laughs> You could hear the wind 
rushing through the middle of people's hair as that joke went straight over their heads. And me and you, the only people in that room, went <gasps> like that. We were like, oh, thank God, they're doing it. And i got to admit to you, Darren, I really liked it. The happy little crackers were dancing. <laughs> Everybody else was like, what? What the? Because there's no context for what it could be. Superman has never fought a spider in any (laughs) movie ever. Nick Cage has never been in a Superman suit outside of two blurry pictures from said internet lore ten years ago. True, but they didn't even pick the picture I wanted. Those cowards didn't put him in the suit that looks like... Okay, what was the note I made of this? Uh, Those cowards didn't put Nick Cage in the Superman live suit, the one that looks like every girl's pencil case from the early 2000s. They didn't put him in that. No, they did not. <laughs> and what a waste of an opportunity that was. Right. To, to, if you're going to do it, lads... Put him in the glittery silver suit. Do it. Want. Yeah, do it. You said they chose not to, and then... Well, this is the thing. I think that ending of a flash, like an alternative flash that is so determined to do this that he becomes a bad guy, mm. has some narrative weight to it that could, in a better movie, work mm. and be quite emotional. Mm. It isn't. Because it's ninety, it's eighty nine. Barry, who's a bell end, yeah. and I'm happy he got stabbed with fucking shards of rock yeah. for what seems like a million years. Hmm. Wonderful, <laughs> good ending, <laughs> fantastic ending. Would do again, and yeah. So they just he has a big emotion thing. Goes, You're my hero, and then he kills him, hmm. and oh, all the marvels disappear. Like oh, yeah. they're fine now. Don't know what they thought was going on, but it's which, fine now. It turns out we just had to have only one Ezra Miller, and the universe was fine. <laughs> As soon as you kill the other one, it's okay. <laughs> that would appear to be the message. And the then, lesson is, less Ezra Miller is yes. good. Then it ends. We get one obligatory Aquaman cameo. But the Flash doesn't learn his lesson. No. At all. No. He still went back and he still changed something. Yes, yes, because we have George Clooney, Batman. You know, everyone's favourite Batman. Here he is. We're all jonesing for it's that George. No s- oh. I mean, he's struggling for money because he's in this and coffee adverts. So you well, know. All I can think of is this is the reality where Homer goes back to with his time traveling toaster, mm. where they've got like lizard, lizard tongues, tongues. Yeah. and he was like, "Nah, close enough." <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> he's still handsome, I guess. So this this will do for him, Batman. I guess this is fine. <sighs> wasn't what we wanted. Wasn't a setup for DCU. Well, that's what everyone thought it everyone was. Everyone thought, you know, like. How cool would it have been if that's how we found out who was playing Superman? If they had come out and gone right, it, that would then I'd at least be able to, in my own head, go. That's why this movie had to exist because it needs to exist to reboot the DC. Mm. To reboot DC. Now the good news is that means we don't need to have Ezra Miller Flash. We don't. Fucking. Hell. We've been spared. We have. Thank so, you. Good. Good. Got you a, know. A clean slate. We can cast quite literally. Well, Anyone. not quite literally, but. Almost literally anybody else in the Flash, <laughs> and it will be an upgrade. Yes. Mm. So great. Um, that means now that Ezra uh, Miller has tanked two massive franchises <laughs> in the space of twelve months. Good going, Ezra. Good job. Wonderful stuff there. Um, yeah, I. It's such a missed opportunity, and maybe there is a, a pitch episode in this where we try and do better. But I for... don't. I don't even remember if there was a post credits. Was there? Well, a... that was. It's the Aquaman. Aquaman's drunk. Oh, yeah. And, um, that was not uh, worth it. So we've still got an Aquaman movie. I can't believe we've still got an Aquaman movie to go. I've still not seen the first one. You've, you've had me, water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> generically handsome water, I guess. So, and, and Amber Heard's in that one, so it's not much oh, better. Oh, boy. So, anyway, yeah. I, I cannot, for the life of me, 
understand why they put this out when they were swinging the axe. Admit it's a bad job. Tank it. Bury it. The water. The river. Drown it. <laughs> and then you would be fine because this is... Is this the worst DC movie? That's such and a the, low the DCEU, I think it is it, probably is. Is it worse than Batman v Superman? Is it worse than... No, I think Justice League was just cripplingly mediocre. Yes. Whereas Batman v Superman was actively awful. Like, but, it, but I bad. like both lead actors in that. They're nothing yeah. else. They're not having great time, but like that was it's... before they got um yes uh uh oh god Ben Affleck's uh, Mexican equivalent exactly, and it um, was still Henry Cavill. Yes, and at least we got the Martha meme out of it. So you know, True. there's stuff in there. This has no redeeming qualities in any way, shape, or form, good or bad. That you know, so bad it's good would it even work for this. But apart no. from Michael Keaton, and it's just because it's Michael even Keaton. Then, even then, I wouldn't say that. Can you so. imagine if, like, the only way they could have redeemed this to me is if they put on a post-credit scene, right? Mm. And it's just it's the it's the a continuation of the ending scene from Black Adam, and it is just uh, Henry Cavill and The Rock on the phone to their agents about what projects they've got coming up next. <laughs> it's just kind of like, what do you mean we're not doing another one? <laughs> well, sorry. sorry, A man ran back fast, back fast and now I've got to go and do Warhammer movies. And The Rock's like... <sighs> they should got that. They should got that. I mean, I mean, I got you a paycheck for this. I mean, <laughs> call this a hostile takeover, honestly. That would have been much better. And then it would have at least been, ha-ha, funny, stupid universe dead. And we don't even get that. No, we just this get... This big thing, you're not Batman. <laughs> Twilight Zone. Okay, thank you, I guess. So, yeah. Drizzling shits. Drizzling shits. Don't watch it. Utterly pointless. You don't need to watch it. Come on, James Gunn. You've got, you've got <laughs> a low bar, lad. They've, they've laid some fertile grain for you to at least be slightly better than this, so... Good on you. Plug away, You can go and find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads at that Mike And you can go and find Darren on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads mm. at the Goodridge. You can find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. Only these now Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. Can you tell that we've got Threads? Promote synergy. Synergy. Uh, you can go to Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to fansentainment.com for this and more. Christ knows what's coming up next. Well, we, I guess Indiana Jones. If you get ready to watch Indiana Jones, that'll be a review. Yep. Uh, Secret Invasion is wrapping up sooner rather than later. Sure you're is. only two episodes in. Yep. I'm, uh, as of recording this, there's four episodes. I am up to speed. But I did forget about it for a couple of days. It is a house made out of Weetabix. That it is. So we've got that to review. Um, something else starts ready. I mean, Ahsoka's not miles away. But... It's not miles away. There's Barbenheimer. I'm, I'm... Oh, I'm just ready for the narrative to be over. Yep. Please, God. Yep. Genuinely really want to watch both movies. Oh. Cannot stand that meme. Um, the Indiana Jones was too loud in the electric, so whatever you do, don't watch Oppenheimer there. Okay. You will bleed from the ears. <laughs> <laughs> were you so... at the front, like, right by the... No. the... I was <laughs> on the couch at the back, and I was like, ah! <laughs> but yeah, so if you go and watch it, you will turn into the dude who melts because they opened the Ark of the Covenant to oh, Oppenheimer. You you just... <laughs> so, yes. Got that coming up. Um... Jedi Survivor, maybe? I will play Jedi Survivor, yeah. It's, it's good. I'm like, Shock. I mean, shock, yeah. That's good. But like, I'm struggling to put Zelda down still. I'm, just... I, I, I'm going to get back into it now. now I'm that too I, much I've fun. 
platinum survivor. Mm. So now it's back to Zelda to wrap up my uh, side missions. So have you have you beat Ganon yet? No, I know where he is, but I haven't beaten him. <laughs> I did this in uh, Breath of the Wild though. I was like. Oh, there's Ganon. Well, obviously he's easier to find. Yeah, yeah. But I thought I was like, oh, so that's what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to do everything but that now, and then come back to this Fair when enough. like I've done everything. Well, oh, it's fun. All of that and more coming up very soon on FoulonSamon.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Popscorn, and we will see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.